This episode is sponsored by Basecamp. Here's what happens when you use Basecamp to run projects. People know what to do. People know where things are. And you, well, you stay on top of everything all the time. (laughs) Untie me! This is most undignified. You'll never get away with this! Oh, but I think I will, Mayor Crowley. Once I close this vault door, you'll only have 16 hours of air to breathe. That is, unless that purple-haired do-gooder, the Scratchman, can solve my buggle and unlock the door. Who are you? My dear Mayor Crowley, I am the Boggler. <laughs> my card? I, wait, is this, is this just... Should I just put it in your shirt pocket? Or? Is that just what ones and in, in zeros? It's a binary sequence wherein I have encoded GPS coordinates for no less than three geostashes, each containing a piece of an ancient map wherein I have written further instructions in ultraviolet ink. Three hours later. And if the notes are played in precisely the right order, a prism will scatter its light directly on the surface of my card, spelling out my name, the Pogler. <laughs> Usually I say you're a madman, but I meant it insultingly, but I, I think you actually might have some sort of disorder. That... That is so unnecessarily complex. It would take someone months to come up with that. Says you! 16 hours starts now! I have every confidence that Squatch Man can save me, but if he did all that for his business card, I don't I don't feel like he has a real clear idea of how long it takes to solve his boggles. <laughs> In the pristine wooded wilderness of America's Northwest, one man defends truth, justice, and ecological sustainability from the forces of evil. Scratch Man! Scratch Man! Scratch Man! Meanwhile, at Stately Smithson Manor, Blaine Smithson, independently wealthy ecological activist, and alter ego of Squatchman is just sitting down for lunch. Excuse me, Master Blaine. Uh? I've just got off the phone with Commissioner Willamette. Uh? Well, I don't care how they say it. Uh-huh. The commissioner has just called, and apparently the scratch symbol has been on for the last five hours. Uh-huh. Well, it's the bloody Pacific Northwest. Everything's overcast. You can't see anything's uh-huh. projected into the air. Here's the rub of it. May has been captured, locked in a vault. Seems the boggler's up to his own tricks again. Uh-huh. They want you to come save him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, of course he left clues. He's the boggler. Uh-huh. Well, all I've got is this ancient piece of cuneiform tablet. Look, I see how you went from cuneiform to cue ball to poo hole. But I think he's a bit more elaborate than that. Uh-huh. Well, you have to dig a bit deeper, Master Blaine. Perhaps we should retire to the scratch hole. Alright. No, we've been over this. It's not poo hole. No, no, you've been at this for the last four hours, and all you've got is poo hole. Here, let me have a crack at it. Oh, I see. 
It's a hexadecimal Fibonacci sequence, in which each number cluster references a specific Crayola colour. Then, using those colours to colour in this picture of the Hamburglar that was taped to the back of the cuneiform tablet, he's pointing to the Cygnus star cluster, which as we all know, na -na 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 -na, four hours later, and I take the pot roast out of the oven, cut it in twain, and voila, the numbers are the combination of the vault. <laughs> Me too. Uh, now it looks like you've got about 22 minutes to save the mayor. <laughs> Me too. Na -na 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 -na. Unfurling his wondrous wingspan, our hero uses his powerful purple propellants to make haste to the city center. But will he be in time? <laughs> yes. Well, well, that's that's what you get, everybody. Mm -hmm. We we just spent the last hour coming up with a whole new superhero, <laughs> top shelf drama, <laughs> which is great. We haven't done a superhero intro, yeah. I, I don't think. So we have. We don't remember it. Kudos it goes to you. You know what's you know what's been. Uh, I'm Dave Stecco, by the way. Oh hi, Dave Stecco. <laughs> yes, son of a bitch. Stole it. I'm David Flora. Are you sure you're not Dave Stecco? Because sometimes... Jesus, right? <laughs> what? what? 150 some odd episodes that we've done. And, and during you the live it. show, I have to... That was awesome. I have to say... Because you were thinking about me. <laughs> Anyways. Hi. This hey. is Blurry Photos. Yeah. I was, what I was saying is that I was uh, getting all the, the uh, uh, Patreon rewards ready. You know, trying to come up with a list of greatest hits for intros. Yeah. We've done so many now that to sit down and listen to each intro in its entirety takes hours. <laughs> that blows my mind. I thought, like, it, to my, you know, it's like, I guess parents always see their kids perennially as five years old. Like, I'm like, I don't know, half an hour. I can get through them all right then. Wrong. Wrong. Well, the, the good part is when a bad one comes on that we remember oh, and yeah. we remember that it wasn't that great. Yeah. Skip. Skip it. <laughs> yeah. You, you already know. From the get that it's not going to be a keeper. But there are some that I've forgotten entirely about. Vamprex. Blah. <laughs> that was great. Forgot all about so, that one. Yeah, we we we, we actually in, expanded the album that we're going to send to Patreon yeah. uh, backers who got the reward level of uh, intros and better or yeah. you know, whatever. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to send about 20 intros I yeah, think, to people. It's a um, big one. About an hour's worth of material. Yeah, exactly. It's a full episode of really? just no information. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Patreon's great, guys. Go yeah. over to patreon.com slash photos and support us. Yeah. If, if I, I hope I'll wet your whistle. Yeah. The whistle, the whistles are wet and in, in, in the Willamette River. <laughs> Wink. Oh, but uh, that's not why you're here. No, um, you're here because it's blurry photos and it's prostituting May. ourselves. And uh, next week, you guys, uh, for this week, I wanted to get everybody uh, a week to to really. I know that we touched on it briefly here and there, but uh, Ms. Cryptid 2016. Can you fucking believe that, Flora? It's, it's amazing how quickly these things come up. On yeah, us. Ms. Cryptid is upon us. Uh, you'll have your first uh, Ms. Cryptid minisode next week if yeah. you have. Nominations are open right now, everybody. If you want to nominate someone for the 2016 Miss Cryptid, you got, uh, as of this thing coming out, 
maybe 40, a day or two. 48 hours. As I, as I said it, I was we putting need to get it going. Right. As I said it, I was putting that mind. Yeah. You got like 48 hours. You got a real short yeah. window, but Hey, you know what? I think that we should reward the people who are listening to this the day it comes out. <laughs> it's true. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, if anybody has sent in one in the past year though, uh, resend it just in case. Yeah. We don't want to miss anything. And, and, Think about how many we had in the last couple of years that have been really great suggestions by listeners. So right. I don't want to miss out on that, on that goodness. Not to mention, we got a really great book from a uh, listener, Amy. Oh yeah. Which is awesome. It's uh, a dictionary of cryptozoology. If you want to get your own copy, uh, it's by Ronan Colin Coglin. Co- yeah, sure. Colin Co- Coglin, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how Irish you want to get with it, but it is fascinating and it is exactly what you want if you're if you're making a, a league of extraordinary cryptids. Yeah, that's right, gentlemen cryptids. It it's it's very simple. It's just it it lists in alphabetical order the name of the cryptid and a short description. You couldn't get more simpler than this, but it has. We've already checked. We we did. I I told Dave throw out a cryptid. Yeah, and let's check it. And and sure enough, it it was it it's was legit. Doing its, it its passed job. the test. Batsquatch is in here. Yep, but. <laughs> Is uh is is billionaire environmental activist Blaine Smithson in there? Why would he? Well, be? Why would he be? I, who? Why? Why would you? Uh, why would you even bring him up? Although looking in it now, it looks like it is missing Albastor. Now Albastor is more of mythology than cryptid, isn't it? I guess. I guess if you want to go you, down that you, path, yeah. If you wanted yeah. to be that kind of person, but uh, this is great. Thanks, Amy. We're, yeah, we're going to use you. it to. To get us uh, some good contestants. Miscrypted 2016. Don't forget, you can, uh, once we get it going, you can go on the website and vote. Yep. Which will, if you choose to, you don't, you're not obligated to, but you can enter your name for a chance to win a Miscrypted 2016 prize pack of your own. That's right. Uh, at the end of the deal, we do a drawing and one lucky winner gets a prize pack, which has included such things as books, candies, t-shirts, t-shirts. Uh, glasses the golden goatman and a your very own replica golden goatman trophy anyways let's uh let's get down to yeah, business tax yes let's tax the businesses let's, let's get down to to brass balls monies we got a good episode great episode we're going to be talking about something very uh interesting intriguing mysterious and mu- mu- mus- muscle car muscle um, car we well we were actually going to record this about a month ago and we got it turned out to be uh, bigger than we had anticipated. So we kind of had to, it was, it was when we were getting ready for the live show and everything. So we had to pick something else, but now we're circling back around to it. Yeah, that's right. Throwing it into our windowless van and driving it to parts unknown. (laughs) Yet another listener suggestion. So Uh thank you for this. Although uh, it's, it is one that I have wanted to, to crack into for a while. This one made the rounds with, I think uh, Mysterious Universe may have may have done a little bit on it, but uh, stuff they don't want you to know the how the, stuff the, works. The mortal enemy of stuff you should know. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's the same family um, of of the stuff you should know, guys. But it's the conspiracy kind of thing. Yeah. Where, where you know, I I got into that one. I, I like one when time. I like when you you just gave me a little giggity giggity head when you said that. Uh, and so I've I've wanted to get to it while for a while. I'm glad. Somebody suggested it, but we're going to be talking about Cicada 3301. Whoa, that's an address that you can send us money to, isn't it? No, no. you know what? what? Of all the ways we have for you to send us money. <laughs> that's not one of them. This is not one. 
I think this is an interesting one. Uh, Cicada 3301. Let's give you a little overview about it and, and get get into some of this a little bit. Let's yeah. Stop being cryptic about it and, and just do it. On January 4th, 2012, a cryptic message began making its way onto message boards all around the internet. And it may have started on the website 4chan. Ah, f- Nothing. No, we're in trouble if we're starting at 4chan. Can you give us a, a quick, a quick, how's your father on what 4chan is? Yeah. All right. Imagine you're in a maximum security federal penitentiary and there is a, a forum wherein the various kinds of offenders and felons meet to share ideas. Um, and then, but then there's another forum for all the felons that got kicked out of that forum and it meets <laughs> down the hall. That's 4chan. It's, it's all of the worst parts of the internet. And it's where the, the, the offensive is, is like it commonplace. Not even, it's like, it's like, it's like the highest form of art. It is, it (laughs) is where, uh, you know, intolerance and, uh, uh, sexism, you know, it's where every bad impulse gets raised occasionally to, to an actual art where you're like, wow, you, you really put some time into that. But yeah, it's a bad place. It's a terrible place. Weird. 4chan. So. The hacker known as 4chan. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So this message seemed to be a call of sorts to recruit the brightest minds the planet had to offer. And they assumed they were in 4chan. (laughs) The recruiting tool, it seemed, was a puzzle, which led to more puzzles, which led to, you guessed it. More puzzles? Frank Stallone. (laughs) Always. No, it was more more puzzles. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, it included a short note of text and an image of 16 cicadas. The first clue in this soon-to-be-uncovered lengthy, complex, mysterious recruitment puzzle. Now, as time went on, the crypto puzzle grew in fame, and new puzzles were released on the one-year anniversary of that first puzzle. The complexity of them grew with each one as well. Clues involved several types of media, including internet, images, Music, books, software, telephones, and even physical signs. References in the clues also spanned an incredible variety of material, including philosophical, mathematical, Mm -hmm. artistic, literary, musical, and technological works, among others. Uh, Some of these had works by M.C. Escher, Rasputin, Linux, the probe. Yeah, Linux is the the open source operating system. system, uh, Prime Numbers, Bach. Nietzsche, and even Captain Carl Jung himself. Damn it. There he is. There he is. In addition, clues were spread around the globe, adding to the mystery and theories that this was a large and well-funded organization. To this day, the clues apparently continue, and no resolution has come about. Some have claimed to have solved the riddles. Some have even claimed to have been recruited into the inner circles. However, no one has figured out who this mysterious group is is, which has come to be known as Cicada 3301 because of that initial clue. Yep. So we'll be taking a look at the timeline of puzzles, some of the puzzles themselves, the influence of this strange recent enigma, and some theories as to what it or they could be. Yeah, this is just a fun, um, you know, techno mystery that, that some people decided to, to, to gin up, and it's, it's fun to try to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, very recent and very strange and, and mysterious. Yeah. 
Because, you know. Like 4chan itself. <laughs> so how about a timeline here? Yeah. It's very short. Very short. But since it started in 2012. Uh-huh. Uh, January 4th, 2012, the original message appears. The text reads as follows. Hello. We are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in the image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few who will make it all the way through. Good luck. Three, three, zero, one. That's my robot voice. That's pretty good. Thank you. Pretty good. The text was accompanied by 16 cicadas in a 4x4 pattern. That was the image that was with it. Uh, now, January 5th, 2013, the uh, slash X and slash B image boards on 4chan. I have no idea what these are. I'm not versed in 4chan very well. Just slash B is the worst. Okay. Uh, they started I, showing. I know I'm not being very specific, but it just, it just fucking is, man. All right. So rather than we just keep wondering, here's a quick diversion into 4chan. And I went to the, uh, the slash B board. Which is for random things, as it says. Uh, the stories and information here are artistic works of fiction and falsehood. Only a fool would take anything posted here as fact. Uh, first post I see here by an anonymous guy. Uh, Wait, is it the anonymous? <laughs> it could be them. Uh, it says twenty years today, twenty-one years today. B slash B, twenty-one years of virginity, twenty-one years uh, and still sober, twenty-one years and still wondering why I keep getting up each morning. Not really sure why I'm posting about it, but here's to those who've lasted longer than this. Uh, the replies are as follows. Grow the f*** up and either do something about it to achieve your goals or give up on those goals and quit f***ing whining. Jesus H. Christ. Uh, another propose uh, How about this one? It's your choice to be a little bitch about it. Make a change, f***. <laughs> um, here's another one. Uh, it's just a picture of poop in a toilet that says rate my log. Wow. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's, that's just it. I, that, that is just how this you know place what? goes. I think with that, just that quick flash that you gave me three, three, three and a half. It wasn't that great. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot you should probably learn before you really can properly rate that law that. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. So anyways, that's, that's how they roll. So we've got another uh, image with a, with a message on it that uh -huh. comes out, and it reads as follows. Hello again. <laughs> Our search for intelligent individuals now continues. He's got a little, <laughs> a little Minnesotan. He's, it's a robot. Our search for <laughs> intelligent individuals now continues. Oh, oh crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> Sorry. The first clue is hidden within this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. Three, three, zero, one. January 6, 2014. A Twitter handle used by the Cicada organization tweeted a link to an image with the following text. Hello. Epiphany is upon you. Your pilgrimage has begun. Enlightenment awaits. Good luck. Three, three, zero, one. January 5th. What year, Dave? 2016. 2016? That's this year. And not 2015. Nope. 
I mean, the way it was going, it looked like it was going to be January 7th, 20, yeah. 2015. Well, nope. The guy was super hungover last <laughs> year. A tweet from the Twitter handle had a link which led to an image with the following text. One more time. <clears throat> Hello. The path lies empty. Epiphany seeks the devoted. Liber Primus is on the way. Its words are the map. Their meaning is the road. Their numbers are the direction. Seek and you will be found. Good luck. Three, three, zero, one. Beware false paths. Verify open PGP 7835090F. And now everyone's uh, mobile device and computer has crashed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's where we're at. That that is that is a a refreshingly brief timeline of events. But that's not uh, that that doesn't really tell us much, does it? No, didn't well, tell you anything, dude. How about we crack into a puzzle, and that might give you a better idea of what we're dealing a with puzzle here. Puzzle within a riddle, within an enigma, wrapped, wrapped in, in a, a secrecy. Question of now, then I'm going to put that in a sous vide for about three hours. I'm going to take it back out. I've got Questions. some smoked paprika. <laughs> The puzzles truly require a wide breadth of knowledge, including coding, cryptography, history, art, and countless other fields. People have worked together to solve these, which seems to be in violation of 3301's unspoken set of rules. Which, uh, then how is it in violation if they're unspoken and the thing talks once a year? Well... It's at least a, that's at least according to one cryptographer who supposedly made it very far down the rabbit hole on his own. Yeah, that guy's so full of it. Uh, but <laughs> since the puzzles have been out for a while, the solutions have been made available on numerous websites and wikis. Whee! I'm going to, I'm going to link to a couple of these. So let's go, let's, let's, let's look at the rabbit hole and let's size it up and mm -hmm. reconnoiter the rim. Hawk a loogie down it, see how long it takes to hit bottom. Yeah, see, see wait for the splash and, Gross. uh. Gross. And then uh, let's let's feel really bad if there's an actual rabbit at the bottom of that hole. <laughs> I feel like a real piece of shit. Let's crawl. On the <laughs> uh, all right. So the first clue, there's a message hidden in this image. Yep. What um, do you do so for the that? First Dave? clue technically was there is a message hidden in this image. Hidden. Image. <laughs> hidden. 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 This image. Find hit. <laughs> um, if you were to open that in um, WordPad instead of an image viewer, you're going to get what you'd expect. Just scrolling gibberish, just lines and lines of codes and numbers and letters and all that. Sh Everyone's seen that at one point or another. Yeah. Except at the very bottom, there's a little nugget there for you. Uh oh, what's it say, Flora? In the final line of the code, it says Tiberius Clavdivs Caesar says. Uh, now here's the thing though. Keep in mind the way they used to engrave Mm -hmm. uh, because round rounded things are harder to do. And actually, do you even exist then? Or do they just use V's for everything? Mm. Doesn't matter. But um, in old Roman, uh, they used V's instead of U's. So actually what you're looking at is, is Tiberius Claudius Caesar. Says LXXT greater than 33M2MQKYV2GSQ3Q equals W close brackets O two N T K. Now this is a clue uh, because it's pointing towards a what they call a Caesar cipher, which is a type, a way of encoding information that was invented. Guess guess who by Caesar? 
No, it was a, yeah, it was an old uh, Roman style of cipher. It was a, what they call a, a substitution cipher. Oh yeah, which is I mean that's that's your classic um, little orphan Annie decoder ring. Yep. Uh, numbers and letters, you know, every number corresponds to a specific letter and you have a button and you can change that on the fly. So as long as you know, you know, from a Christmas story, set mm-hmm. your buttons to B2. Yeah. So now you've aligned B with two. So C is three, you know, and you, and you go oh, through no. there and then they give you a series of numbers. It's a very easy substitution yeah. cipher. Yeah. So if you had a code uh, where it said there was a shift of one, A would be replaced by B, B would be C. Just like you said. Yeah. So uh, it's named after Julius Caesar, who apparently used it to communicate with his generals. Once decoded, this message is a link to another image, that of a wooden duck decoy. And it has text that says, whoops, just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. Actually, I put the emphasis on those words. Yeah, I was going to say, actually in there, are, you, are you telling me something? I'm foreshadowing. Oh, okay. That image can apparently be decoded using the steganography software OutGuess. Dave, what is steganography? Uh, it's a practice of a concealing messages or information uh, within other non-secret text or data. So uh, one of the things they would, for example, um, uh, micro images in a larger image, um, you could take a picture, shrink it down so that data is encoded to just a few pixels in a larger picture of, I mean... And this is something that terrorists use, ISIS uses, Taliban used to use a lot. We got pretty wise to it, but, um, you know, oh, I'm just sending my friend a picture of a motorcycle. And in the fender, there's a, if you know right where to, to highlight and expand, boom, huge image with whatever, you know, information, text, whatever you want is in there. Mm. Now, the result of this was a message saying, here is a book code. To find the book and more information, go to, and then they had a Reddit link. And then it had 76 number sequences, which read like 1 colon 20, 2 colon 3, 3 colon 5, et cetera, et cetera. 3 colon pal. Yes. See what I did? The subreddit contained lots of different text posts and two images, one titled Welcome and one titled Problems. Using OutGuess, Welcome's message was, from here on out, we will cryptographically sign all messages with this key. It is available on the MIT key servers. Key ID 7A35090F as posted. I I don't want to make you redo that, but I feel like there was supposed to be a niner in there. Did I catch a niner? Uh, As posted in A2E7J6IC78H0J. Patience is a virtue. Good luck. 3301. And Dave, what was problems message? The key has always been right in front of your eyes. This isn't the quest for the Holy Grail. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, idiot. Stop making it more difficult than it is. Ugh. <laughs> Good luck, 3301. The subreddit image header and the title of the page are different representations of the same sequence of numbers. 10. 2. 14. 7. 19. 6. 18. 12. 7. 8. 17. 0. 1 niner. <laughs> 7. 14. 18. 14. One niner. 13. Zero. One, two, zero. <sighs> it's like counting to 20 in an improv game. Yeah, that's the worst. I wish the, the, the podcast was interactive because at this point, if this was like live somehow, I'd be like, guys, can we just say then there were some numbers? Do we? Do you need the actual numbers? I could put up a slide that was silly. Yeah. 
the code is a key by which the text posted on the subreddit can be decoded to reveal another story about King Arthur. Hmm. Well, how would anyone, if someone wanted to learn more about King Arthur, how would they go about that? Uh, you could go to episode 99. Woo, nice. And learn about him. Exactly. From Blurry Photos. Yeah. It's a podcast. Now, you could use that, uh, and it, it says, uh, and that is the book that the book code is used with, which is all well and good, but at that point, you got to find King Arthur. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted the code. I want more, you know, mysteries on the internet, but I, I, I get no, I, I got to find King Arthur. I don't have time to go through ciphers and, and sequences I mean, the and, and reason, all these numbers and numbers. I, I, when, when it all boils down to the simple fact that I got to find King Arthur. Why do you think I was on the beta male sub forum on 4chan in the first place? I mean, I came there. <laughs> I, 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 I wanted, I got to find King Arthur, guys. I. I'm getting real tired. <laughs> Go back to episode 99 for the origin of that. <laughs> uh, when the book code is used, a phone number was revealed. Was it your phone number? Yes, it was. 214-390-9608. Call me late. <laughs> when the number was called, a recording played, which said, Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final JPEG image. 3301 is one of them. Wink! You'll have to find the other two, of course. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a dot com to find the next step. Good luck and goodbye. The phone number has since been deactivated. Um, also, I, I really hope there's a, just a handful of people that already know that by now. They like heard a phone number like, f*** it, I'll just call it. See what happens. The original image was 509 by 503 pixels. Those two numbers are the other two primes. The product of 509, 503, and 3301 is Dave. 8451451279, no niners, sir. Nope. At the website, there was an image of a cicada and a countdown. The image of a of the cicada contained an outguess message, which read Patience is a virtue. Check back at 1700 hours on Monday, 9th of January, 2012, Universal Time Code. At the designated time, the site changed to reveal a string of numbers. You gotta, you gotta, you, re you, you, you full of pie yet? Man, they're really just, okay. Yeah, well, you, you might be a little cicaded out right now, right? Yes. Perhaps that's why they included a bit about patience. Maybe. Probably not. If you can believe it, this was still from the first clue and only about halfway through that puzzle. It went on to include coordinates to places all around the world where a picture of a cicada and a QR code was to be found. Dave, what is a, a QR code? Uh, people have seen these things around. They're more popular now. There's plenty of apps on the phone that read them. Um, they are those sort of checkerboardy looking patterns. Imagine... Um, two barcodes if you took one barcode and kind of rotated it 90 degrees and then put them over each other with them kind of weaving in in between it's it's a version of a barcode it's an optical way of encoding information and if you have a qr reader um you know you can uh, you can even get patches made you know bike messengers have them sometimes that just you know hey take a picture of this if you've got that app enabled then it'll tell you more about the thing that it's describing. So yeah, they're, they're becoming more and more popular. Yeah. They're, they're those, just the squares you'll see them yeah. on 
advertisements and, and they look like a super weird checkerboard. Yeah, it's the best way I can kind of quickly and uh, quickly describe them. I I haven't gotten into them yet. I don't know about you. I, I don't I'll have... tell you what. I I I never. I have uh, an app on my phone that can read them. I've oh. never once done it because um, I don't I don't know enough about them. I don't know what it redirects a phone to. Yeah. Is that a is so that a portal do to like get a website and Yeah, is that a portal to get some shit downloaded on your phone that you didn't want? I don't I don't honestly know which is God, it's so old man saying, well, yeah, I don't know. Old. They're going to steal my identity. Is is that going to cause the kids to to come into my yard? That, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> that and at this point, I don't feel like any vital information has ever been uh left strictly to QR codes. I don't think anyone is like, well, it's super important, so we'll just put it on this sticker. Yeah. Well, not all of these physical signs were found, apparently, but the QR codes uh, that were found had links to URLs with cicada images to be used uh, in OutGuess. Then uh, the poem Agrippa by William Gibson was was found in there, and then an email with more instructions, including one to not collaborate or share, and to be careful of many fake messages was sent to the players. Or I, I, I calling it player just to... Right. Well, you know, and of course, at that point, once it's a thing, especially on Reddit, then yeah, people are going to make up, you know, red herrings and fake oh, yeah. stuff. And now William Gibson, is that the uh, Neuromancer author? Is it? Let's Not find sure. out. Now, quick question. If I just type William into Google, who do you think the first William is that comes up? Oh, man. How many do I get? Just one? No, I'll give you three. William Wallace. William Shakespeare. William Jefferson Clinton. One out of three. You got the number two position. Shakespeare? No. Shakespeare is not in the top three, which is a sad thing. Number one, William Shatner. Oh. Duh. Number two, William Wallace. You know, there's kind of a, the, the set, the, the, there's William Street Shop. William Street is the production company for Adult Swim, so I can see how that goes. But the next William is William Sonoma. Then, then. Is this, is this calculated to your no, cookies? No, it's not calculated to my cookies. Is this, is this We, we made a rule about talking about our cookies on here. Rules are made to be broken, man. Just like all the dishes at Williams-Sonoma. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I disagree with it. It is. It's the same William Gibson. So this is what the puzzles were like. We will spare you the breakdown of each one. Thank you, Jeebus. One interesting note is the uh, Liber Primus, which is the name of a 60-page book of runes that was at the end of the 2014 version of the Cicada 3301 puzzle. The book is still undeciphered up to this day due to the fact that many puzzle solvers were frustrated by it. Now, a lot of it has been deciphered. Some in the beginning, some at the end. Yeah. Some in the middle, uh, people can't figure out what's going on, though. Th- this part is is weird to me. It seems a little out there for the the rest of the uh, puzzles for the thirty three oh one stuff. Uh huh. So I don't know. It, it's it's hard to not. It's hard to spend time on it, and it's hard to not spend time on it because it's yeah. It, it'll come up again here when we right. It's it's fall. not it's not exactly sexy fun stuff to talk about, but it also does fill in details of the story. So it's tough to know kind of where to edit it. Yeah, and it's not as. Interesting as the Voynich manuscript, right? People can actually break this down and figure it out, and yeah, uh, we'll we'll get back to it. Um, Sounds like what you need here in this situation is a Swede. You got to, <laughs> you got to. Hey there, Paul. 
Paul, you got a Swede? You got a Swede that could help us out, Paul? Got a Swede, Dave. <laughs> Swedish man, Dave. <laughs> All right. Let's get us a Swede on the case. <laughs> One guy who claims to have gotten uh, pretty far into this puzzle has been interviewed a number of times. It, when, when, if you do any research yourself, you'll see this guy come up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joel Erickson is a 34-year-old crypto security researcher and developer from Sweden. Sweden. Uh, and initially thought it would just, you know, just a bit of fun. Uh, but then he got swept up into it um, and he made it all the way to the quote unquote, the email stage, which makes it sound like a side scrolling video game. Right. <laughs> um, but apparently he was too far behind the others as according to him, uh, 3301 had put up a message stating that they were disappointed in the groups of people that had formed uh, to share parts of the puzzle they discovered without any one member completing all the steps along the way. Uh, you know, as Erickson himself had done. So uh, it, this is, you know, the people who are creating this are like, ah, damn it, you guys, you, n- this isn't for team ups. This isn't for group problem solving. <laughs> and, and then it also frustrates Eric because he's trying to play the game according he, to the rules yeah. and he's behind all these, you know, teams of people that are doing it. I see that. Teams of teens. Teen teams. Team Titan. It was quite disappointing, Erickson <laughs> says. Especially considering that the people who registered in time were mostly ones that had not actually solved much of the puzzles themselves. People were sharing solutions and collaborating a bit too much. I I won't do more of that. Okay, but I was loving it. Okay. Uh, when asked who he thought might be behind it, he said, Dave Stecko's a liar. I'm getting a phone number to call after solving one of the pieces of the puzzle. All right. Uh, he quotes, he said, uh, getting a phone number to to call after solving one of the pieces of the puzzle was the first hint that this might not just be the work of some random inter- internet troll. Um, so this was definitely an unexpected turn. The plot thickened even more when um, when receiving a number of GPS coordinates. Uh, I also can't help but notice that the locations in question, USA, Poland, France, South Korea, and Australia, are all places with some of the most talented hackers and IT security researchers in the world. Now, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for your skeptic's face. Yeah. 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 What were you, you going to say? I, I mean, it just seems like hackers and IT security researchers can be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't help but notice that China's not on the list. Uh, the UK. I'm yep. sure there's some great yeah, exactly. ones there. Uh, probably, there's probably one hidden in Egypt. Uh, maybe. Um, have you heard of this? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Motherfucking Russia. <laughs> you know, like everywhere. I think you pronounced it correctly. Okay. Everywhere. Japan? Yeah. Everywhere has hackers like to, to just be like, well, I couldn't help but notice this, this list, uh, Charmony. Yeah. Come on, man. Poland. Really? Listen, I'm not saying there aren't hackers in Poland, but is Poland known for their top shelf hackers? Honestly, <laughs> but, but who is known for the top shelf? Right. I, China, China is the only one so, that comes yeah. to mind that, that like, oh, everyone's like, oh, shit, those, those damn Chinese hackers. They're at it again. It's true. Wait, who's the 4chan. one who did? Who's the one who did Sony? Who hacked Sony? Yeah, I don't know. I forget. Some country did. That's they were the one. It was a a country took responsibility. Yeah, I think so. Maybe oh. I'm wrong. I'm so very often wrong. Well, I, and uh, you know, ever since I got caught by the government, I'm out of the game. I only do uh, security consulting because of my hacking days. I was quite the elite hacksaw. Yeah, you were. You were quite the hackerman. I was a hackerman. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see here. Uh, he went on to say that intelligence agencies commonly use non-traditional forms of recruitment. Makes sense. 
uh, but don't usually hide their identity. Erickson's theory is that it most likely is an underground organization not related to any government or intelligence agency. Uh, based on the references and their challenges, the Agrippa poem by William Gibson, The Marriage of Heaven and Hell by William Blake, The Book with a Law by Aleister Crowley, ever Uh-oh. heard of him? Um, and their constant references to prime numbers and the like, that they are likely intellectual, anti-establishment, ideologically driven, uh, and they seem to be valuing logical, analytical thinking highly. Hey! Hey! These guys sound like a pretty good guy. Yeah, I like this. Well, you know, and this reminds me, there's a couple of, of, of other you know, similar things to this. There is The Last Starfighter. It's the video game that's the secret recruitment tool that you oh, can, yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I, I have the, I'll, I'll bring it up now. Oh. I have it written er, uh, later, but uh, it sniffs a lot of Ready Player One to me. Oh, well, if it, if it, <laughs> if it sniffs of Ready Player One, then you will drown <laughs> in the odor of Armada, which is the next book by Ernest Klein, which is a, a functional retelling of The Last Starfighter. Same thing. The video game is actually the recruitment tool. Yeah. Um, and you know, um, if you've read any of uh, the Magician series by Lev Grossman, mm. um, the second book talks about, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like a Harry Potter, but for broken people with substance abuse problems. Right. Um, but maybe you talking about that. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the books personally, but there is a, a whole thing about all the people who took the entrance exams to magic school, but didn't make it in that are kind of trying to, to learn magic as best they can on the streets. And I mean, there was a very similar run to this. I mean, I, I feel like the, those books, yeah, the first one was published in 2009, but there's such a similarity between these two because a group of highly intellectual people were using a set of puzzles just like this, uh, prime number sequences, uh, things like that to, to, to weed out dummies. Yeah, to weed out people who weren't smart enough to learn magic in the little secret underground community. But yeah, very similar to the kind of puzzles that are described here. Yeah. Er- Erickson, now we, we've we've tipped our fedora a bit here with the Milady. talking about that. But um, Erickson said they seem to share a lot of ideology with the crypto anarchy movement and old school hackers. His advice for those currently working on it was to make sure that you have a good understanding of every part of the previous Cicada 3301 puzzles. If there's a subject you are not already acquainted with, take your time and read and learn more about it. Try to solve as much as possible of the earlier puzzles by yourself rather than just reading through a write-up. For parts you do read, make sure you understand each step completely and try to think about how you would have arrived at the same conclusions by yourself. Which, I mean, I, I see how he's trying to, you know give someone that like that is the best advice but at the same time i can't help but feel like i mean that's what these puzzles do is they lead you in a direction then they take a left turn and mm-hmm. and by design they want to see how many people they can shake at that turn right you know so if you don't you know if you don't have the skill set to, yeah. to stay on instead of getting shook yeah and maybe maybe ultimately that's what it's about is about trying to people who are adaptive learners mm-hmm. who can kind of pick that stuff up on the fly. Uh, let's talk about another guy. Uh, there's another person who claimed to have made it even farther than our Swedish friend. Who's that? Uh, how about a 16 year old going by the cool ass handle technology or technology, Tech- technology, technology, technology. Te- he puts a lot of shit in there. We'll call him technology. Cause I'm, I don't want to play his, his, I don't, I don't trust him. <laughs> Cause he's on my lawn. <laughs> um, uh, he said that he was met with a message of congratulations 
and a kind of forum board with a chat room with about 20 members and a notice board. The notice board topics were apparently mostly concerned with cryptography, encryption, further improving privacy and anonymity, and creating new types of open source software. Uh, technology claimed that the projects hinted at interest in infiltrating various public and private organizations, although no real indication of cyber terrorism or virus creation. Uh, though unnerving, he didn't think that they were evil, maybe just a bunch of hackers messing around, um, you know, albeit maybe well-funded, I guess. Uh, he said the members started not showing up in the forums and he himself became bored and stopped visiting. Then the site just vanished. And, you know, when, when people finally were like, okay, junior genius, so who do you think these guys were? Uh, his response was, I don't know and I don't know. That's the truth. I think that's the only thing I can truthfully say. That might be a, a puzzle in itself. Might be. Well, when, when we get on into this just a little bit, uh, you, you might see a link. But I also think, I mean, we, we, were, we, we touched on this briefly, like the number of, of other people posting information. I can also see like a person who starts by trying to make a puzzle like that. People start solving it and then it was like, oh, well, maybe I'll, you know, it's, it's almost like a guy writing a piece of fiction um, uh, or creepypasta or anything, posting it to a board. And then, oh, wow, this has got a lot of reads. I should write the next chapter. And now these other people who maybe aren't necessarily the cicada people are posting these series of problems. And then you end up at what they consider the end. You know, they get to this point like, oh, you made it. This is, you know, we're just talking about some shit here. And then they, they lose interest just like a person writing a fiction, you know, post would do. It seems, yeah, it seems very disappointing. Right, right. To just get there. Yeah, you, you do expect for that much hullabaloo for it for something cool to be at the end <laughs> instead of just like hey it's a chat room yeah How, how's it going i'm not gonna tell you who i am but right. how are you yeah did you, did you good did job you solving the puzzle did you hack anything today <laughs> that's what i would say any, <laughs> did, you guys any, hack did you guys have any sweet hacks this weekend <laughs> hey uh uh lost girl new seasons on netflix <laughs> anybody yeah, I I, I kind of stopped watching Lost Girl after Ksenia Solo left. I mean, she's kind of like my future wife. So does she leave that show eventually? Spoiler, you dick. You were gonna watch it anytime soon. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, sorry, guys. Best part of the show, no mo. Mm. She's like my future wife. <laughs> Did they kill her? Please tell me they just killed her in the show. Um, or she just not show- just one episode. She's, she's just not there she's anymore. Stayed home. <laughs> or, or like they do a really shitty way of covering and there's someone in a wig whose back's always to the camera like making eggs in the background so you think she's around <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not gonna tell you ah, f- to find out alright so alright so Are, if this guy doesn't know and he can't know then let's talk theories yeah that's, that's the best part yeah what or who is 3301? Now, some have said, uh, could it be a potential government agency? Sure. Let's get some some NSA, some CIA, some FBI, some, some FEMA. MI, MI6. Some MI6, MI5. Yeah, they're both existent. They both are for real. Some KGB. Some oh, absolutely. Letters, other letters. Some some other letters. Um, uh, the, the, you know, I'll bet you Brazil's got something, you know, whatever they've got. Maybe it was all viral advertising for the Olympics. Wow. Uh, so you think it could, yes, be a government agency doing this? Uh, 
Honestly, n- no. And I'll tell you why, because of the, the amount of time involved, like, you know, if you're recruiting, if you want people to do a thing, then you want to hire them. You want them to work on the thing you want them to work on. And in something like, uh, tech fields, uh, cryptography, hacking, things like that, things happen pretty quickly. You can't just have a guy on the hook for three years, jumping through hoops and hope them to stay, hope for them to stay current. So you have to have a, a real decisive, you know, at the worst six month window or something, you know, for people to, to solve the problems and then you bring them in and train them. Yeah. Yep. Good point. What, what about a shadowy agency? Not government, but maybe NWO. Nice. Freemason. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, at, again, you know, it, it's tough to know. You'd have to index this with uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce's tour schedule uh-huh. to know if they were busy while this was happening. Right, right. Um, I, Don't I, forget Katy Perry. Oh, yeah, Katy Perry. As long as someone's got that triangle going. Again, I would I honestly, I think the same thing. I don't. I don't feel like it's a good recruiting tool because of how long it's protracted Mm. unless, unless you want people who are very intelligent, but also low grade obsessed over time. I mean that you want people with nothing else going on, I guess people who don't move on. Maybe, maybe you do. But again, I just feel like, you know, think about the, the, when you, when you think of it issues like, um, uh, cryptography, um, potentially hacking, you know, code cracking, things like that. Every single company, you know, whether it be uh, Norton, AVG, McAfee, any of those virus companies, constantly fighting ever evolving threats to to cybersecurity. There's just no benefit to keeping someone out in their, you know, in working out of their home office trying to solve tiny little picture problems for three years while all this is going on. If they're that smart, get them in that, you know, bring them in, right. Give them a paycheck and a computer and get them to work. Yeah. 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 Could it be underground hackers? Just having a laugh. You want a laugh. You what might you have a laugh? I think so. I think it could be, I think it could be sort of a, I, I don't know if arrogance is the right word. The work that hackers do is so quiet that they, they want recognition most of the time for what they've done. You know, when they're, when they hack something for the purposes of hacking it, they kind of have to sign their work, you know, and not, which is very different from hackers who are stealing credit card numbers and things like that. Mm-hmm. They don't ever want anyone to know who did that. That's, that's not in their interest, but people who are hacking for the sake of it kind of want to sign their work a little bit. They want to know. And there was, who were those, the, the, the lizard group that was doing the, the DDoS attacks on, um, Blizzard servers on PlayStation Network on Xbox servers. You know, whenever a, a big game would come out, they would try these gigantic denial of service attacks, and um, you know, all these different groups that 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 are doing it. They sign their work. They let people know because they want some recognition for their for their ability. Um, but there's also a lot of hackers, and the, the articles I've read and in interviews, they're like, well, if if you're too dumb to not have protection against this this thing I wrote, then you deserve what happens. You know, I, I hear that a ton. That's like a justification and uh, a little bit of arrogance there and a little bit of, well, I'm just smarter than all these sheep, so of course I'm going to shear them. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that there is a, well, who's smart enough to do these, to pass these tests that I'm setting up? At the end of which, you know, it probably isn't anything, you know, but it's a test. It's and, a chat room where you're like, hey, well, so you passed. <laughs> right. 
Good job. I'm not yeah. going to steal your your. Sh-. Yeah, and and so it's it boosts the ego of the person writing the questions because, oh, dude, I've been doing this for years and people just can't figure it out. Yeah, and it also the people who are chewing through these problems are also like making incremental progress and they feel like they're getting something out of it. So mm-hmm. I, I I like that idea. You like the the underground hackers? Yep. Could it be a new techno cult? There is an idea that uh, that a cult has either grown out of this or this is sort of a, a, a cult techno cult, I guess is the, the best, uh, description of it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think it is because there's not an overarching ideology to it. Not that's that they put on the front page. Right. And I, and I guess, I guess the closest it gets is, you know, like we referred to earlier, the unwritten rules or something like that, but they, at no point does it, it does it, ask for any particular behavior there's no call to action there's no request of 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 anything really they just put them out there so i don't i don't know if a, if a techno cult really fits the bill because that's it's not as though it said now go forth and make your own puzzles for other people mm-hmm. or or it's directing people like you know these puzzles you know are directing okay well you'll solve this next part if you go do these things yeah you know it, there, there doesn't ever seem to be uh, any action taken it's just a series of puzzles just a, a, a book of bogglers Lies. how about artificial intelligence uh, may, maybe like a, what may- if a program has been created and now it's self-aware and maybe it is trying it's biding its time to take over control of the world's technology but it need it still needs some help via the the smartest people it can find i, I, I mean i I'm kind of just like spinning mud in my mouth right now. Right. I, again, it's, it never asks them to do anything. It just simply follows the next step. So I that you know of. Yeah. But all, I mean, all of this is kind of with that caveat of, well, if some people may have gotten to a certain point where they dropped off the, the radar because they couldn't say more, they didn't want to come out. And, that's true. But you could say that about literally sure. anything, you know, like what about all the people that went to Seven Eleven and that didn't make it, you know, like you, you could say that about anything. So I, I feel like that doesn't, you know, I guess it's possible that there is, that, that, that there are a number of people that made it to some end point. Mm-hmm. Ultron didn't have a problem. He didn't need other people to, to help him. He's got no strings to hold him down. Yeah. Now there's another theory that it could be an augmented reality game. Um, now this is something that, that kind of came into the fore a few years ago that was related to uh, the game Halo. And it started um, around 2004. And this, I'm kind of looking this up because it reminds me of this. Bungie, the company that made Halo, decided to kind of start stirring the pot with like a little bit of like very strange marketing where there was a, a website called ilovebees.com. <laughs> but if you, if you would like start digging at it and picking at it and looking at the code, a lot of the same things that people are doing for Cicada which also in my mind, I'm like, oh, bees, cicada, I don't know, mm. um, would give you information. And it was actually information um, about a halo. Um, and it was first, you know, like the, the, the thing that kicked it off, it was, it was a, a hidden message in a trailer for Halo 2. And you could continue to dig through what looked like information hidden in very bland places. And it was sort of a marketing tool, sort of a game that you could dig through and it would have, uh, it would reveal backstory about the game. Hmm. 
Um, and it talked about, uh, you know, there was a, an artificial intelligence that got stranded on earth. Cortana? Uh, no, no, it was an alien one, I believe. Um, but you know, who the flood, (laughs) um, but yeah, so it was just a, um, a really clever way of, of getting people to become invested in this, in this, what was already a wildly popular game. But, um, anyway, it doesn't, I don't have to describe any more than that, but Hmm. like, this feels very similar like that to me, but yeah. again, it's been years like, you yeah, know, yeah. to what it's end long. Yeah. So th- I don't know. That's another theory that this is just a more elaborate augmented reality game. Yeah. Kind of like, a uh, a hackerman nerd scavenger hunt. Yeah. In a way. Well, there's one more I have on the list here. Uh, David, who, Who's behind it? Well, it, it aliens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, sound. Is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. I don't think so. I, yeah, I, uh, I gotta tell you, I don't know if that's it either. <laughs> seems weirdly mundane for aliens. It seems weirdly invested in, in human civilization to be aliens. Well, well here's the, my thing, my question would be if... If you're an alien, who you're has, an alien. If you're if, if you're, you're a, alien, you're in. If you're a piss alien, <laughs> um, if you are an alien and you have this level of understanding of not only our technology but our thought processes, our philosophy, our philosophy, how we uh, parse information, history, all these things, what the f- do you need from us at that point? What do you need one of us to do? Yeah. Yeah. To make it to the uh, underwater layer so you can suck <laughs> our brains. Right. I don't, know. I don't know. How did you know about the layer? I, I did you made get it further? I made it past the email stage. <laughs> 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 oh, no. My last man. <laughs> Obviously, this leads to the question, what is their goal? We've, we've just been touching on it. Why recruit people? What I said before, the Ready Player One thing, there was a series of, of clues that was left by the designer of, God, I can't, I can't get into that without like going through the <laughs> whole f-ing it. Right. Yeah, story. Just Long story short, a guy leaves a bunch of, of Easter eggs yeah. in, in a mass, like a, in virtual reality for everyone to find. Winner gets virtual reality. They own it. They own yeah. the whole thing. It's like owning Microsoft and Google and yeah. Uh, Amazon. And yeah. Imagine a company owned all, the internet. Yeah. And so, the owner of that company wanted to hand it off to somebody. That's the premise of the book. Anyway. Now, it also has a Mr. Robot feel to it. I brought this up last time, I think. Yeah. And show. I wasn't interested then either, Flora. You Stop pushing care. your agenda on me, bro. Uh, move, moving on. All your hacker friends. Moving on. All your new hacker friends who think that I'm all stupid. Dude, it's pronounced Hackerman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ro- Mr. Robot show on, I think USA, maybe robot um, chicken. There, there's a, a guy who's a very skilled at hackerman and re- real hackers. If they're listening to this, just like wince every time I say hackerman, dude, but whatever. I wince at the idea of quote unquote real hackers. Anyways, he gets together with a group of other skilled hackers to take down one of the biggest businesses, one of the biggest corporations, a la anonymous style william sonoma <laughs> they take down william sonoma no one bigger get... than shakespeare bro <laughs> <laughs> no, no pots for anyone no whiskers but what about what about like 30 dollar uh, uh spatulas gone nobody In the blink of an eye 
<laughs> Nobody has no copper pots. <laughs> um, so, Mister Robot, it's it's a show that's that's a topical thing, but uh, uh, you know, ties ties to this in that in that's I don't know what I'm talking about. That, do they want anarchy? That that actually is tied into Mister Robot a bit when the markets fail and economies kind of come to a standstill. Anarchy credit starts, companies and yeah. so a little, little bit of Fight Club there. Sure. Um, could they want to erase debt for those under the massive golden thumb of, of corporate greed? Do they want to take down the too big to fail bullshit that is gobbling up lives and shitting out money into the pockets of a few psychopaths? Is that from the show? No, it's from me. Because <laughs> fuck you, rich people. Because I, 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 I have to remind you that it's. It's it's text clues hidden in pictures of insects. Like you've gone real far down the down the rocky road at this point. <laughs> Everybody's gotta have a goal, brother. <laughs> Everybody's gonna Oh have a goal. man. Can we have theory the theory the explanations part of every podcast? Bring it back down to corporate greed. That's that's what Big Squonk is trying to protect us from. Or do they just want to be the rulers of the world themselves by controlling all data and technology? They're just solving puzzles. They got so much work to do. That's what they want you to think. That's true. I don't know, man. I don't, nobody knows what, what I, they want. I've you. got a better question for you. All right. Will the puzzles continue? So far, looks like yes. Yeah. There was one this year. Yeah, so. Um, it would be interesting if if what uh, technology, the 16, now, right. now I think 18 or 19 years old. Uh, they, they did a big rep, uh, article on him in Rolling Stone even. Did they really? Yeah. Uh, if what he says is true, it'd be interesting to find out if the group disbanded and then there was a couple that's like no man we gotta we gotta pick the flag up and keep going you know yeah that's why there's no 2015 puzzle and but then 2016 starts back up and i don't know it's quite the enigma isn't it isn't it just uh as we said there's already numerous pop culture references and inspirations from it the show elementary which i've never watched and probably never will is that the one with lucy lou yes okay house of leaves never heard of it it's a, a book i believe Person of Interest, another show, apparently has episodes that are directly correlated with Ripped those. from the headlines. Even the Navy has modeled some crypto- cryptographic training on it, apparently. Getting back to this idea of a cult, a techno cult, I'm going to link to a site called Circadianism, uh, which is an occult order built on the philosophy gleaned from 3301. Now, according to their website, a circadian is someone who has chosen to give up the superficial and unfulfilling world around them to follow the path of the cicada and emerge into enlightenment. According to them, circadianism is a techno-mystical order. Our philosophy is neither a religion nor a science, but a blend of spirituality, technology, science, and mysticism. We refer to it as a techno-mysticism, which they, they just did. Uh, we did not author this philosophy. It was handed to us by 3301. We do, however, provide some interpretation of the Liber Primus and other writings by 3301. Also, we have the shoe that he left behind as he was running away. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, we're not the ones who made this up, but we'll tell you what it means. And that's totally different. That Our hands are clean here, but I will tell you what they mean by that. I just need you to write me a check. <laughs> I don't know that they ask for money, to be honest. I don't they know. Might. I, I, haven't I don't tried. either. I haven't tried to be a circadian. Statistically, I feel like it was a safe bet to assume. <laughs> Dave, give us a, a quick, how are you doing for a, a, a what a cicada is? Oh. Just the insect. Sure. Cicadas are one of the uh, hemometabolists 
uh, insects in the order Hemiptera. And they, um, things that they're known, especially here in the old, good old United States, uh, they, when they are uh, immature, they live underground for as many as 17 years in some cases. Here in Illinois, we get huge uh, hordes of them that come out of the ground sometimes. There are these giant populations that live uh, underground and come out uh, occasionally. And on, on a crazy year, you'll just find the, their exuvia, their old exoskeletons everywhere. Oh, yeah. They also make a shit ton of noise. Yeah, everyone has heard cicadas, and they make that that but just so loud. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they're, yeah, they're just insects. They, uh, they come out of the ground to breed and make more, uh, huge feed, uh, supply for subterranean animals, uh, moles. Is this year we're due for them, aren't we? Well, we get them every year. It's always a question of how much I haven't heard like two years ago, everyone was losing their minds about it. Mm. But, um, and I forget what they call it. I think they do might even call it like a, a swarm or something like that. And, I've seen maps where like whole sections of the United States have like a name for their, their swarm that lives underground. And some of them come up. I mean, it's still a, a, a chemical clock. So even, you know, sometimes they don't stay the exact 17 years underground. They'll come up at 15 or 18, you know, whatever. Um, so it's always sort of approximate, but there are some years that are definitely worse than others. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if there was a year that for take, for example, uh, if something were to happen with the weather or something where there were not a lot of predators, then a ton of those grubs would get to emerge and climb up. They climb up to a high surface. They, they kick off their old exuvia. Now they've, they're, they're fully sexually mature. They can go mate. If, if there's any number of things that decreases the number of predators that year, then more of them mate, more of them make it back into the ground. And then, you know, X number of years later, they're all going to come back. Or if there's a, a summer where there's a huge number of birds, you know that 17 years later, there's not going to be a lot, you know, and they're a huge feeder species for everything because they're not small insects. They're no. like thumb size. They are. Yeah. You'll see their little skeletons on the trees. Exactly. Hanging off there. It, it makes me wonder if uh, that was chosen because the, the group will one day emerge. Maybe. You know, and, and wreak havoc on. Yeah, that, or that, make some noise. That is what they're most known for is the emergence. But uh, back to this cult, there was, according to the site, a test given to those who reached the final stages of the 3301 test. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. Look through there and see, uh, see if there's a couple of questions you want to give us an example of. Some of them are multiple choice. Some of them are you, you got to type in the answer. But Yeah, some of the questions. Here's one. Question one. There is no truth. Answers include true, false indeterminate, meaningless, self-referential, game rule, strange loop, or none of the above. Question two, what you are is more important than what you do. True, false, indeterminate, meaningless, self-referential, game rule, strange loop, or none of the above. Three, the mathematical operation known as addition is modeled after what? And then you just write. Right, yeah. And there's how many many total questions? It goes on like that. Uh, It looks like 20. How long is a piece of string? Oh, yeah. And these are kind of like fun little questions. Like question 20 is, what does the word it refer to in the following sentence? It is dark outside. Pretty, pretty fun. You never thought yeah, you you're like, about that. Yeah, you're like, huh. What? What so, would you say? I would say the sky. Well, sky? <laughs> yeah. The sky is dark outside. The sky is dark outside. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty straight answer. I'd agree with that. The environment. Oh, here's a fun question. 
uh, I am the voice inside my head. And then the break, you know, true, false, indeterminate, meaningless, inferential game rule, strange, lived, none of the above. And, you know, this is the cicada3301.org test. Now, here's the thing. This is, uh, this is by the, the circadianism. Yeah. Circadianists, not necessarily. 3301. Yeah, this, this isn't the, the people who created question. This is the, the techno mystics. This is their website that they came up with later. Also, the group was signing everything 3301. They weren't calling themselves Cicada. Yeah. That was just the, the image because that was the, in the first, first picture. Yeah. So, you know. Well, you according to Dr. Tim Daly, whose PhD is in religion, and who also spends a lot of time fighting against those that threaten the institutions of marriage and the family. Oh, so he's um, one of them. One of thems. Take this with a grain of salt. Take this with a bigoted and diversity-fearing grain of salt. He broke down 3301 in the the questions into what may be considered a, a cult by saying there's no inherent meaning in anything and all is quote-unquote empty and meaningless. The existence of an emergent godlike global brain made up of all living things and technology, as described by cyberneticist Francis Halion. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but... There's no need for salvation because there's nothing from which we must be saved. This is pretty nihilist, actually. Yeah, it, it is kind of. Many of their writings and belief focus on ego death. Their use of the term intelligence rather than person throughout the, li- the Liber Primus seems to indicate belief or at least concern for sentient artificial intelligence. I'm not sure that clicks to me. Yeah. And, and, and a couple of other, couple of other uh, points yeah. where, where he thinks it's kind of a, a cult mentality. Now, you know, somebody who, who has studied, I don't want to say religions because I think he's pretty heavily into one religion. Right. Yeah. He's made his choice. But, um, that's his view on, on the inner workings, uh, from, from what we have been exposed to from 3301. So in the end, I mean, I, I get it with this because I think puzzles like these are fun. Although I'm so far from being smart enough to try something this hard, it's laughable. And to me, it's a little depressing. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think you, you, there's, there's a certain kind of person that really gravitates towards this sort of thing, you know, and they're the, they're the person that watches the first 30 seconds of a, of a, of a mystery and is like, yeah, yeah, he did it. You know, like they just know that stuff. Like they can, those, those kind of problem solver solvers. I'm not one of them. Well, yeah. I mean, being able to just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to open this in WordPad. I'm going to take this code. I'm going to plug it in on this other software and like go, go to town. Like I, it's yeah. nothing that would ever. <laughs> yeah, and not, not me, bruv. Yeah. So yeah. So it is very intimidating to, to think about, you know, there oh, are yeah. people out there that, that just rip through this stuff. No problem. And now they're out there fighting Zer and the Codan Armada. Well, let's hope, I guess. Yeah. Although they could use like a scoundrel and, and a gambler. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Some, somebody who's going to, Crack wise and mm-hmm. kiss wives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that old chestnut. You know, me. <laughs> <laughs> that, friends and lovers, is Cicada 3301. How many of these people are your lovers? Uh-huh. <laughs> in a, in, a, uh, <laughs> in an encoded uh, image that you have to use outguest to yeah. open up and, and see what, what actually is the nutshell. Yeah. Well, you know what, you know what else is really hard to decipher and determine? What is, what is, I don't even know what could be deciphered. Well, I'm too dumb 
to even guess. Well, I'll give you a clue. Oh, great. It's puns. And am I supposed to take puns and open it in WordPad? Or <laughs> now gonna, what? Now what do I do? Puns. Supposed to just kill a joke? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll accept your pun challenge. All right, what you got? You want me to go first, eh? If you'd like to. No, you went first last time. I'll go first. Oh, okay. As everybody knows, uh, among some other countries, Italy, Canada, Uzbekistan, Australia, the Philippines, major sources of hackers, some of the best hackers in the world. Uh-huh. Um, and there is a uh, uh, an Australian program that people use. And uh, if you want to, if you can take like a larger image file and um, using this program, you can not only hide images, but also retrieve them. Um, so if you need to send, uh, for example, uh, a coupon for a Bloomin' Onion, uh-huh. um, yeah, you, you can use... Uh, out, outback guess. Outback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if 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 you need to tell your friends that it's okay if 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 there's no rules and it's just, just right. right. <laughs> Put another script on the body. <laughs> yeah. Put an open script on the body. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. Well, Dave, I I don't know. I'll I'll tell you this. I don't think I've told you before, but I'm thinking about getting eye surgery. Really? Yeah, they because they have this new type of surgery that corrects your eyes so that you can see answers to puzzles more clearly. Uh-huh. It's LASIK Ada thirty three oh one. Nice. You know, there was a book. You know, it, it's really difficult because uh, people can't translate it very well. And honestly, like especially to adults, uh, people my age, you just look at it and it's just. It's just gibberish. Uh huh. Um, and people, you know, people have claimed various states of, of progress in decoding this book, but really it's, um, it was created by a club and it's, it's a fan club for a Canadian pop star, but it's just such inane, stupid bullshit that no one ever even wants to read the book. It's called the Bieber Primus. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a, what a book to be burned. <laughs> If ever a book was to be burned, I, I've got something right in that ballpark, though. Sweet. I was going to ask you this, too. Have you heard the new song uh, about puzzles that's perfect? No. It perfect might, puzzles? It, it might be the best cryptographic song ever, because that's what makes riddles beautiful. It's by the hacker band known as 3301 Direction. <laughs> nice. Well. Them's puns. Them's puns. And now it's time for you to confound us with your maniacal writings. Can we follow the breadcrumbs? Who's to say? <laughs> what cryptic images do we have to put into Outguess and pull up in WordPad using our Caesar Cipher for listener <laughs> pads? <laughs> Laura. Do you hear that? What is it? Off in the distance. The thrum of engines, the screaming of people that are mutated and angry about it. Oh no. Doesn't sound like they've gotten enough water. You you don't think it you don't think it could be. Oh my god, Flora. We're standing right in the middle of The Honey Road! Rum rum rum. Alright, I pick I started off our pun, so you start this off. Alright, from James the Skeptical Loki. Do you have an itch to be rich but don't want to switch? Don't twitch and get stuck in a ditch, bitch. 
Needle itch, unhook a hitch, find your own niche, actually play Quidditch, make that radar gun glitch, or finally throw a pitch, then run, but don't get a stitch, and come down to Brunhilde's rich bitch witch and kitsch shop. Stop in for a spell and see if we can help. Wow. That's Is pretty that the thorough. Sitch? Yeah. Man. Nice. How about this from Drop Bear? Yeah, uh, no, no. There's a new there's a new sport at the uh, Paranormal Winter Olympics, the Slalom Witch Time Trials. <laughs> Uh, how about this? Uh, also, Slalom. also, if the Earth is round and I'm from Dananda, why don't I fall off? Checkmate, mic drop. Thanks, Drop Bear. <laughs> from General Idraticus. Hello, General. Who came to our show. Yep. And we very much appreciated that. Sorry we didn't give you a shout out. Well, I still like him. It says, do you think Quentin Tarantino is, is a failed devil? It explains his obsession with Kitch's feet. <laughs> Personally, I'm surprised the other Caribbean slaves around Salem avoided accusation, like Fituba, the tailor's assistant, Brichuba, who worked for a colonial representative, or Nichuba, who was known for having lice. Quichuba was lucky enough to escape freedom in the late 1680s. <laughs> Thank you, Ironicus. Thanks, Ironicus. How about from KB? KB. KB. Wait, no, wait. KB goes by uh, Pandora? Uh, Pandora. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either or, however you likes it. Right, so I recently saw an article that stated DARPA finally solved the problem with their propulsion systems on the insect-like robots. Oh, yeah? They sent a variety of them into the wild to test which ones would survive and gave them the best results. One lucky or unlucky town named Devil's Bay became ground zero for this extensive test. After a vast number of deaths, the doctor in the town searched for the source of the pustule-ridden, pus-leaking corpses. They finally deducted that the responsible robot was the Devil's Baby. Oh. Devil's Baby. Devil's Baby. <laughs> Thanks, Pandora. Pandora. Close that box. From Fortree, what did the controlling Cockney customer tell his girlfriend who was trying to get into the shamefully small outfit that he had designed every time the dessert tray went around the table? What? The love pass. <laughs> nice, eh? Nice, eh? Thank you, Fortree. Uh, I got another one from Pandora. Oh, a, dub, a twofer. Yep, double The return. Up. Also from the uh, DARP episode, she writes, There was only one question that stayed with me long after I finished listening. Just how did DARPA carry all three bildos? I suppose they used Baggins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Filthy Baggins. One more here from D.W.O. Boyle. <laughs> oh. I heard recently if a chicken tastes the inside of an egg, it becomes obsessed with eating them. So in a sense, it becomes a chicken to go. <laughs> I like that one. Thank you, DW. When you're in trouble, you call DW. Yeah. That's Putty Putty Roll! Roll! I write! I pun! I write again! What a pun! What a lovely pun! Oh, glorious! Uh, we're we're uh, we're back to catching up. Uh, yep. it, it's it's been hard because we had a couple weeks where we haven't done listener mail, and that's that's kind of bit us. I'm so past apologizing but, now. That it's just how we we're doing this for four and a half years, it's, it's man. How, it's how we that's how we roll. But yep. uh, we, we we love reading them. We we're gonna get to them. Thanks everybody. We got a lot of new listeners from expanded perspectives. We welcome yes all you guys, and and glad you could join us. Uh, don't forget to go to iTunes and please rate us five stars. Give us a nice uh, write up on there, nice review. We we love the, the how's your father that, that we've gotten on there. Those are very kind of you guys just to take your time to do that. Um, go to 
Facebook and like us. Keep on rolling on that train. Go to Twitter, blurry underscore photos. Follow us there. Please go to our store and and go crazy. Hey, 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 what do we have? Got something, got something coming up here. Uh, Whenever I get, get around to putting it in there, we've got something new. Why don't you just tell them now? Okay. We're, we're going to have beer can koozies. Yeah. Or just can koozies. Cryptid koozies. But got a nice picture of the old bat squatch on it. Actually. That's That's right. Or scratch man. It's hard to tell. Scratch man. So, uh, uh, be looking for those. They're, they're. Pretty fun. Going to be on there. Something new for you guys. Patreon, of course, is running. We are getting yes. dangerously close to having to write a country music. Already album starting for to work guys. on it, bro. It's it's inevitable. 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 Um, that's going to be a lot of fun, though. Where it's going to be, you know, completely original and well made in, yeah. in the in the style that you're used to. Exactly. Um, going to get all your guys' rewards rewards out to you uh, as soon as we can. Once the charges go through yep then we then we know who to send to and what once to send. we know that you're 100 percent totes legit and uh like then we're like gonna we said, give you some blurry photo sh- well, what what <laughs> this well, might what? be on one of them actually <laughs> well, what uh so uh so yeah keep on rocking on the on there we very much appreciate your support and if we do if we keep doing well with patreon we will certainly be taking this to your town yeah whether your town That's likes terrible. it or not. That sounded like a threat. We're like well, the something wicked this way comes circus. It's it's also completely uh, unreliable because, you know, somebody's like, well, I live in Boise, Idaho. Right. I don't know that we'll be coming to Boise, Idaho. but We don't know we won't. We don't know we won't. So anyways, keep on rocking Patreon. Remember, audibletrial.com slash blurry photos to get yourself a free audio book. I am rocketing through the Dark Tower series myself. Nice. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Yes, they are for glorious. Us. And if you want something to check out, check out Campaign, uh, the podcast. In the Campaign podcast, a small, consistent group of Chicago improvisers play through an ongoing role-playing game set in the Star Wars universe. Sweet. Ho- hosted by Cat Cool. Nice. So there you go. Check those I guys out. Support everybody. Love each other. <laughs> the rich. Uh <laughs> Love each other, except for the following except groups of people. <laughs> but uh, I think that's going to do it, and and hope you enjoyed this episode of Blurry Photos. Don't forget Miss Cryptid coming up this month. That's right. Lots of lots. Send of cool send your nominations in. If you pledge five dollars uh, on Patreon this month, I believe we have uh, an episode of Chrononauts that, yeah. that might be coming out. Right, Chrononauts. Chrononauts. Uh, so, pretty, pretty fun, right? You gotta keep talking. Oh, so, uh, for this episode of Blurry Photos, I have been Sik David Flora. <laughs> That's awesome. And I have been Dave. Was that a Niner Stecco? <laughs> now, if we if we can just take this picture and blow it up. Free blooming onion. Yeah, is that all we got? No, wait a minute. Put that thing in 4chan and let's let's yeah, extract let's some of the numbers here. in the word pad here. Okay, and then we move it over here. See, this the is one, the joke has been played out for way too, too long. long. You are in the path to enlightenment. Except what is that last word? Bye.
Unfurling his wondrous wingspan, our hero uses his powerful purple propellants to make haste to the city center. But will he be in time? Scratchman! You arrived just in time. I was afraid I wouldn't make it. Have you captured the boggler? No. Indeed he hasn't. Now boggle me this, Squatchman. 23A. 33. Granite. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not done. I'm, I'm just setting up. Boggle me this. 45. Uh, 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 Dragon uh, books. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's rather elaborate. Just give, give me a moment and then you, you may boggle me this, okay? Uh, Oof. Uh, Zack! Uh, Pow! Excellent work, Scratchman! You've once again saved the city, or at least me, Mayor Crowley. Although I suppose I also owe a debt to Commissioner Willamette. Uh, it's what everyone says. It's, I'm just saying it like it's spelled. Now, if you'll excuse me, Scratchman, I'm already late for an important wetlands planning summit with wealthy ecological activist Blaine Smithson. Oh, good day. <laughs> Me too, Squatchman. <laughs> Another craven crackpot crushed by the crafty cranium of a crime-fighting cryptid, Squatchman. Squatchman, Squatchman, Squatchman. Squatchman. <laughs>